Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. And that! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Yes, sir. Doing it for you, the people, and doing it well. And the hecklers have shown up early. I haven't even started the show today, and they're already in the room. Oh, my goodness. I would just ask at a certain point, I don't know who this double D guy is, but he looks like a like a jerkator. Just leave, please. If your whole thing is to wake up in the morning and start your dates by going to a live sports talk show and just getting your juice by railing at the guy who's talking about the hogs. You got big problems, big, big issues. This is my life. This is what I do for money. You're lucky that you get to see behind the scenes. I mean, this is absolute trash. I don't know who DD is hiding behind this little picture. Uh, maybe you share your name with us and we're going to come heckle you at your job. Just send us your name and your address, DD, and be a man of your word. And we'll go from there. But are you kidding me? We're not even in the room yet. And it's like, oh, JB, it's it's audio issues. It's all jacked up. I can't hear anything straight. It's just a, it's an absolute hot mess. It's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. Why would Josh even do a show? What's he doing? Hmm. Interesting. A little bit insane, but interesting. How y'all doing today? We are trying to do some sports talk radio. Are we the first folks to do sports talk radio? Nah. Are we the first folks to do... A live daily sports talk show based on the internet here in Northwest Arkansas, obviously. And continuing to move it forward into the future each and every day. If you're bringing positive vibes to the table, if you're bringing that good mojo, that good juice, if you're thinking about being a positive part of this community, then we want you here. And if you're not, then go home. Go home. Good Friday to you. How are you? What's going on? What is the deal? What's your name, DD? Talking so much smack here lately. What's your name? Just tell us your name. I, I don't understand how people can heckle from afar and then not tell you what their name is or where they live or where they work, just so we can reciprocate. Uh, it's a Friday, and we'll get into the conversation here hot and heavy. Just a few minutes in, eight minutes past the top of the hour on a Friday freestyle program. JB with you. Our question of the day is already up there. We got a big basketball game tomorrow. Arkansas and Oklahoma, baby. UA and OU. Getting after it and doing it. At the BOK Center in Tulsa. You tell me, is everything going to be okay tomorrow for Razorback basketball or no? 
Augs and Sooners. Round three for Musselman and Mosier here at Arkansas and Oklahoma. They went one and one against each other and played some great basketball games at their previous stops there at Nevada and Loyola. And so we'll see as we move it forward here what we get out of this game tomorrow. Three o'clock ESPN two. Arkansas will be without its dynamic power forward, Trevon Brazil, who is dealing with a severely sprained ankle. Trying to figure that out. And away we go. Making it happen with a game that both teams really want. I think Arkansas probably needs a little bit more. Hogs giving up some ground, certainly dropped right out of the top 25 with their performance in the Bahamas. So we'll see whether or not things are, you know, in a better place. And can this team play well and do it with the ability to make it right with different weaponry? You got Raymond Mark, you got Caleb Battle, and Trevon Brazil is your three-headed monster kind of leading this team. And yet at different times this year, we've seen each one of the three step up. I would argue of late, the best player on the team has been Caleb Battle. I mean, KB coming to play off the bench reminds me of Sprewell a lot when he was on the Knicks late in his career. 6'4", 6'5", do a little bit of everything. Battle might be an inch or two shorter than that, but that's, you know, Spree was a Hall of Fame type player battles got that kind of game and he attacks he comes in he doesn't need a lot of time to warm up it's very interesting to see how this team fits together because Tremont Mark is a guy who almost I think needs to start and I think he will start tomorrow after coming back and playing off the pine against Furman Mark's a guy you want cooking early getting some buckets early and feeling good about himself and as far as Brazil I mean he's your best shot blocker he's your best rebounder he is the guy who lifts you up athletically. There's so much to like about his game. And yet offensively, I don't think he's the go-to guy. Not on this team. Not on this Arkansas squad. So you got to piece it together. You got to figure it out. And if you're able to do that stuff tomorrow without Brazil in the lineup and beat an OU team that is undefeated so far, I think that is a big victory to put in your back pocket as you settle into a couple more home games against the likes of what you got a, an Abilene Christian coming. I think is it UNC Wilmington, maybe a couple of small schools here before we get into conference play, which starts first week of January. So four weeks from tomorrow, our official first people's post game show for basketball, even though don't tell anybody we're doing our second one tomorrow. That's right. We did one for the Purdue game. Because you kind of had to. That was a special game on a Saturday. You just kind of had to do it. And then I think you took it a little bit further and you looked down the road and you felt like there was a need to do it for this one too. It's a Saturday. It's in Tulsa. I've gone physically to the first two games in this series, but I don't know. I feel like maybe not this time. Maybe this time I'll just... Relax a little bit. It's been a long year, it's been a long December, and there's reason to believe maybe this year will be better than the last. No, but it's already a weekend. It's been a long year, and um, we're trying to find our way through it is what we're trying to do here. Late on the calendar, so we will plan on doing a People's Post Game Show, number two for hoops, but officially we haven't done one yet. Uh, tomorrow night, 5 o'clock, as we get up and after it, 
And uh, game's at three, so we'll be on the air, what, 10, 15 minutes after it wraps up. Again, the only post-game show out there that's on the air 10, 15 minutes after every game. Much to the chagrin of the old-school local radio folks who are contractually obligated to stay muzzled while the commercials play for an hour or two. It's true. This is just facts that we're talking about here. Um, Hogs need a dub. Question of the day. What happens in this game? Is it a blowout? Does Arkansas win by double figures? Is it Oklahoma by double figures? Or maybe we get ourselves a toss-up game, one that goes right on down to the wire. We've not had that in either of the last two contests. The first one, it was domination by Oklahoma. The second one last year was domination by Arkansas. And uh, that was really as good as we would see the Hogs play with Nick Smith in the lineup all year. Unfortunately, it all unraveled pretty quickly right after that. But that's what happened, and that's how it went down. Um, basketball, the name of the game there in that regard this week. And we got football going on, too, as we continue to work our way through it there. And, of course, baseball a little bit later on as we get into some hot stove stuff, that mega trade between the Yanks and Padres for Juan Soto. Unbelievable. And some other willings and dealings going on there. College football bowl season coming up. We're going to do our Team B Media Picks Challenge. Give you all a chance to hop in there and have some goodies to give away on the other side. We'll tell you about our prize package for that. But keep an eye out for our real NWA JB Bowl Challenge, Team B Media style, as we push into that. And, uh, of course, uh, no bowl action this weekend or next, but I think we are, what, 12 to 11 days away? 12 days away from the first game in college football bowl season. And there's some great games this year. Really, that Florida State-Georgia game is about as appetizing a matchup as there is out there, including the semifinal matchups, which will both happen on New Year's Day this year, which is pretty spectacular in its own right. And we're off and running, and I hope you're doing well. As we rev up the conversation here on a football Friday, that's really more of a Friday freestyle Cowboys and chiefs with some great matchups this weekend. As you take a look, see at that Dallas playing Philadelphia, Kansas city playing Buffalo, Sean McDermott in a, in a world of hot water right now. That is a bizarro story, but um, you got some good NFL matchups coming up this weekend. Mark Schofield, one of our great friends from USA Today and Inside the Pylon. He's going to join us doing his thing for SB Nation these days. Marky Mark in the mix here at 740. TV Tyler Cash set to join us at 805. And we'll work your thoughts in as well. Try to keep it positive, my friends. I know a lot of folks negative out there. It's been a long year. Um, people want to hide behind avatars and screen names and heckle and be kind of jerky. I'm not in the mood for that. I'm just not in the mood for that. So if you do that today, uh, I am going to respond. I'm just feeling like today's a good day to just kind of call a spade a spade. Double D in the crosshairs early, uh, jeering the show before we even hit the airwaves. That's weird. Um, I got Chuck in the room. I got Steve here. There's plenty of folks who are going to clap back at me shortly. Let's do it today. Let's do a give and take today. I'm feeling it. I feel like sparring with a punching bag for an hour and a half. All right? All right. Josh Bird and Shady with you on the show. We're having some fun with it, too. Team B Media, rocking, rolling, and doing it live for 90 minutes coming at you 
Let's take a quick timeout. When we come back, headlines of the day. This basketball game is a huge one. We'll get some sound from us in the mix as well right after this. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I'd do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Your boy is back. Fantastic start to the morning. A lot of basketball talk in the opening monologue. Arkansas and Oklahoma are game of choice this weekend as we get into that mix. And, of course, continue to get ready for the college football bowl season. Transfer portal is opened up. We'll get into the portal here in a little bit. JB Feisty with you on a Friday, a football Friday, 8th of December, 2023. A couple weeks left for us here on the calendar this year as we've hit the ground running. 
three and a half months in, making it happen for you, the people, in the mornings. And then, of course, on the people's postgame shows, which we will rock and roll for you on Saturday night. I'm thinking 5 o'clock on the get-go for that one. But Arkansas and Oklahoma coming up around the corner. Elsewhere in the world of college sports, you have Razorback Volleyball on the Elite Eight. That is the first time ever in program history that the gals have made it to the Elite Eight, and that's fantastic stuff. So you love seeing that. And as you continue to the conversation this morning, you're fired up to see what they can do as they move it deeper in the NCAA tournament. Gals of the victory yesterday, Blood City over La Tech in women's basketball. Football, that transfer portal is wide open, and you wonder whether Arkansas is going to have some names here coming in soon. It's mostly been about names going out. That's what you've had so far. And the Hogs obviously retooling the roster on the fly. That is not an easy thing to do. You wonder about the quarterback situation, that position moving forward. That is its own thing going on today. Um, what else do I have out there for you? Dallas and Philadelphia this weekend. You know, Tyler and Bentonville is all fired up for that. What a football game that should be. Cowboys have to get that one if they hope to win the division and still might not be able to do it even if they get the dub. And the Chiefs, who flatlined of late, play the Bills. That was my AOC championship before the year. Certainly it was last year, you thought, before the, uh, before the Bengals crashed that party. So that's what you got going on there. Elsewhere in the sports world. Sean McDermott, have you read this story? The 9-11 stuff is, is odd to invoke that anytime. He's invoking the terrorists as a sign of a team communicating well. That is not a good story. Oh, but he apologized immediately. Folks, I understand it's in a, a society where we apologize for a lot of things quick, but think about what you're doing before you do it. Like Darren getting in the room this morning and rooting for audio issues. Folks, we've not had a lot of audio issues. We got a new mixer board this week. I told you at the start of the week, there would be some moments that were a little kinky. And there were like one morning. I mean, wow, we've done a hundred of these shows so far, mostly working to the positive, mostly sounding really, really good. And um, this is from a guy who's worked in audio for 25 years. And like, we keep trying to get better. The booing from the rafters is not, not striking me the right way today. I think I've had enough of it. And really, here's what I've had. If you're not appreciative of the show and the fact that you get to listen to this thing live behind the curtain, then don't do it. You don't have to. Just don't do it. But don't come into the rooms. Don't come here to this place trying to be a jerk. Just don't do it. I've had enough of that. I think I've been very nice so far in the new show, right? I've been kind of re restrained, a little bit like a bunny rabbit. Like, come on in. It's all fun. We're going to have a good time. But I think I've had enough of the bunny rabbit stuff. How about John Rahm saying he's comfortable moving to live? Wow. And this guy was hardcore about PGA. Don't do live. This is the way to go. Nope. I mean, money is money is money, and it's going to speak louder than anything else every day of the week, and obviously twice on a Thursday. But John Rahm getting upwards of $100 million. Some are saying upwards of $300 million. I mean, that sounds more right these days. He's 29 years of age. He's probably the best golfer on the planet right now. And John Rahm is, uh, is bouncing on the PGA. And I would, too. I mean, what's keeping you there? What in the world is keeping you there? If you've got $300 million out there on the other side of the fence, I mean, go get that money, honey. 
I would go get that money. You're going to stay in the PGA. For who? For what? For, for you know, lesser tournament winnings? To argue about who's got the most PGA titles? I mean, the sport has evolved. Who cares anymore? I'd go after the money, too. How about the transfer portal? Driving coaches crazy. You think it's driving sports talkers a little bit nuts. It's driving coaches crazy. Yesterday, Dabo Sweeney at Clemson and Mark Stoops at Kentucky saying it's not fair. That has been a big theme in college football in a lot of different ways here lately is, you know what? Life is really not fair. Okay. And I won't say that Sweeney's wrong when he says that the portal and the NIL have jacked up the sport. He's right about that. I think it is a little bit extreme to call it tampering, but he thinks it's tampering now. He's going to call the transfer portal tampering because you can come in and outbid somebody anytime you want for somebody else's services. That's kind of an extreme, Dabo. That's kind of an extreme. It's a two-way street, he says. You can like people all you want, but they have to like you too. Spots come and go. Something is happening here. I feel so bad for all the players and coaches. Um, he also thinks Florida State got a raw deal. He's blasting the NCAA structure for that. Hey, Dabo. I love it. You would think a coach like that of a team that's not relevant this year in the playoff mix would probably keep his mouth a little bit more closed, but no. He's going to yap it up, talk smack. He hadn't really been relevant in Clemson now in about, what, three, four years? Really? Not in a national way. wonder if Dabo does get that back at some point there or not. All right. We are, uh, we're flying. We're making it happen. A lot going on. Hot stove for baseball. I promised you a mention on that as well, too. Soto to the Yankees has been the biggest deal by far, by far, so far in this thing. And uh, right now we're all waiting to see what Shohei Otani does. Where does he go? Big money being talked about 500 million, 600 million. That's crazy. You go over half a billion dollars for a free agent baseball player. But um, it sounds like the Dodgers probably are going to be the easiest landing spot for him. I think what else? Kimbrell to the O's who cares and Harper and the Phils. We're talking about a long-term extension to wrap that career up. All right, we're going to break now. We'll come back. Mark Schofield, the man, the myth, the legend himself, set to join us on the other side, get a feel for the Cowboys and Eagles, and also talk a little bit about this Chiefs and Bills matchup as we barrel our way through what's been a really fun morning so far. It's a Friday, headed for a high of 60 degrees. And thank you so much for listening to the show, The Real NWAJB. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe across social media. And of course, you can go to our website, therealnwajb.com, and do it there as well. New rules on the show. You want to heckle and talk smack? We need your name. We need your address. And we need the place where you work because we're going to reciprocate this. Okay. It's only fair. Think of the old Seinfeld episode. It's only fair. Pinky toe, right? Pinky toe. I'm right back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! 
Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505. Or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. So here's how we're going to do it. Like this. What's up, Marky? How you doing, Chuck? We're making it happen in all these moves today, and then the technical stuff still doesn't go the way I want it to go. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Um, but we got you, and it's good to hear your voice. And uh, down the stretch we go in the NFL, Mark. How about it? I know. We're getting to that fun time of year where it seems like most, if not every single game each week matters. I mean, even the game we saw last night, you know, the Patriots lent in like two and ten. Steelers fighting for their playoff lives. I mean, every game has some sort of playoff importance to it. It makes it a fun time of the schedule. It really does. And um, let's go Cowboys-Eagles first. What a matchup. Winner of this one. I mean, if the Eagles win, it's over. If the Cowboys win, I think they got a chance to get that division. How about that game this weekend? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously a massive matchup. And interestingly enough, if Dallas wins, then both teams win out. I think on tiebreakers, Philadelphia mm-hmm. would edge them. But, you know, it just goes to show the critical importance of this game. And right now, Dallas is playing better football. Yeah. You know, we wait to see what the Eagles look like. They had, what, three games in 12 days. They're coming off an embarrassing loss against San Francisco, which has some people questioning, you know, how good they are, has some people questioning their offense, has some people questioning Raylan Hurts. It's really been fascinating to see that conversation unfold over the past, say, five or six days. But then you look at Dallas, they're playing extremely good football. 
they get to play this game at home. Dak is playing at a high level. A lot of people making a strong case that when it comes down to it, he's the MVP right now. Certainly some games left to decide that. But a massive game in Dallas comes in, I think, with the edge because of how they're playing right Mm-hmm. Um, Dak's playing some of the best football of his career, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, confident, decisive, looks fluid in the pocket. He's been incredible on third downs, too. I mean, the times of the SPNs is that on social media, he's either you know, yesterday or earlier this morning, that on third downs, he's at the top of the at the top of the league in a number of statistical categories. He's been so critical to them in big situations. Mm-hmm. And what they're getting better at right now is down in the red zone. That was a concern early in the year. They were struggling to finish drives with touchdowns, struggling to come away with points when they get down there. They've been much more efficient in the red zone. You've seen some of the young tight ends get involved down in the red zone as well. And when it comes to watching Prescott, watch him throw the seam ball. You know, nobody better in the league right now at throwing that seam route, whether it's between the safeties and two high looks or against single high looks when you're throwing it just up the hash marks. He's so decisive, so accurate on those throws, and it really opens up everything that they want to do offensively. Great thought there. Mark Schofield, SB Nation, talking some NFL. Cowboys-Eagles will be a great game to watch. Coming up here on, on Sunday night, how about the Chiefs and the Bills? Um, couple of contenders who have really struggled. Now you got this McDermott controversy looming in the background. Give me a thought on that matchup. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, from Buffalo's perspective, it's a must-win. It's an absolute must-win game for them because you look at what the Bills have after this one, it doesn't get easier. You know, they get the Cowboys next week, you know, and yeah, they get games against the Chargers and the Patriots, two games that they should win. But then you close it out against the Dolphins, and that game's in Miami. And we've seen Mm -hmm. other teams, you know, late in the season when it's still pretty warm down there, struggle on the road in that environment. And this is a must-win game for them. And yeah, you mentioned the sort of McDermott situation, the piece from Ty Dunn that came out yesterday about his coaching and, and how he sort of, handles that team and some of the let's just say strange analogies that he's used to get that team motivated there's a lot going on in Buffalo right now. I think he's 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 done he's he's walking the plank at this point his team his team Mark his team is flatlined already and then these comments if true I don't know how they kept that under wraps for three four years but it's America you can't invoke the terrorists on the airplanes of 9-11 and cite them as a as an example of great teamwork and communication that's insane that's insane he said yesterday he admitted it you know, yeah. you know, I, I tried to, you know, motivate the team and I realized that, you know, probably was a little too much and I apologize. To the team. No, but it wasn't a little too much, Mark. That's the, that's just inexplicable. What does that say about your What does that say about your headspace that you even go yeah, there? I mean, I am absolutely with you. And I would I would invite people that want to read Ty Don's piece to go find it on Go on. You know, it's, it's more than just this. This is certainly a top line headliner because you can't invoke that. Like, no, nope. can't, nope. can't go down that road. No, nope. that's like the meme. Like, from, under no circumstances do you got to hand it to them. Like, then you, you don't go down this road. Nope. And he's already fired the offensive coordinator, which felt like, well, I can't fire myself, so I'm going to fire the offensive coordinator. They already sent Leslie Frazier packing. has tie points out in this piece. A lot of what happened in some of their losses, like when they played the Kansas City Chiefs a couple of seasons ago, 
and said, look, we're going to like drop eight into coverage. We'll let them run the ball. And so it was Sean McDermott who said that's what they were supposed to do in this game. That was his game plan. The Chiefs run for like 270 yards, and then he threw Leslie Frazier under the bus. He did, and he's been ter- he's been terrible in the playoffs for years. Yeah. I mean, he's done. He's done. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think the Bills could use a fresh voice in that locker room. Obviously, so yeah. Hey, can I can I be cynical, Mark? Is there a reason this story surfaced now? I think it is. It gives the Bills pretext to get rid of them. That's what it does. Yeah. I mean, look, this is the time of year when you start hearing the rumbling. Yep. And if you're an ownership group that's fed up or at least wants to go into a different direction, you've got an opportunity to sort of plant the seed for it. This is the time for seed planted in the NFL. Yeah, Mark, great story there, and I love that you're all over that one. I mean, it's not a great story, but great work on a very interesting story. That's exactly what I meant to say. Mark Schofield, NFL, a lot of talk about Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles, Cowboys this weekend. Why don't you pick a, a couple other matchups that are, that you're looking at that you're fired up for this weekend, Mark? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of good games this week. I mean, you look at... You know, two teams that have sort of gotten themselves into the playoff mix recently sort of fly under the radar. Kilt Bengals. I mean, Anthony Richardson goes down in Indianapolis. You're thinking that team's done. Right off seven and seven and five. Mm-hmm. You know, credit to Shane Steichen. He's got that team playing well. Since he's coming off the win over Jacksonville, Jake Brown and looking like a serviceable NFL quarterback. So that's a big one. And speaking of Jacksonville, they're now Richardson, Trevor Lawrence banged up. They're eight and four. We've got to go to Cleveland to play that defense. So that's going to be a fun game to watch. You know, another one, a team fighting for their lives. You know, we've got a couple team fighting for their lives right now. Seahawks. They're at six and six. They've looked shaky. Now they got to go to San Francisco to play that 49ers team that has looked dominant in recent weeks. That's a must-win game for Seattle. Denver and the Chargers. Yeah. Two teams again, sort of fighting for it. We're getting to that time of the season, Josh, when you get playoff games now. Yeah. Like that's a playoff game. Whoever loses that game is probably done. So yep. that's a playoff game there. But this is that weird week. We get the double Monday nighters. We get Tennessee, Miami, and you know, Green Bay, New York Giants. Now, obviously, that you know the Giants are sort of struggling right now, but the Packers are back in it. Mm-hmm. We get to see the Dolphins. And interestingly enough, Ivory Kill was downgraded to questionable, but he'll get sort of an extra day of rest. He's looking for that receiving yardage record. He's on pace to do it, so that's going to be a fun one, too. He's just so good. They could list him as doubtful. He'd still show up and get 10 catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. 10 catches for 212. Right? I mean, he's just so good. uh, We we always talk about these free agent signings where they overpay for guys. That's a guy who was worth every dollar they gave him. He's just such a productive player. Um, He's perfect for that offense. Yeah. Yeah. We got a little nasty streak in him. He's not a great dude at all. But, man, he's just a baller. He's just a baller. And every team needs a couple of guys with a little edge to them. I almost think the Chiefs right now, they've had to, like, turn to Kelsey to be their edge guy and now he's all Taylor Swifty and kind of soft. The Chiefs don't feel like they have a lot of edge right now. Aren't no, they? Don't. No. That's one thing no. that's missing from them. Now they're just a bunch of nice guys, you know. They're a bunch of nice guys. Come from their defense, I think. Is yeah. Defense. He's playing well. Yeah. Maybe. Chris Jones probably their edgiest guy. Um, real quick before I let you go, the Jets debacle of a season. They never had a backup quarterback plan. They went to Zach. That didn't work. They never signed anybody else. They didn't go get Wentz. They didn't talk Matt Ryan out of retirement. They just stayed the course, and it blew up in their face. Is there any way for the Jets to come out of this season not looking, you know, crashy all over again? Is there a positive spin here at the end of this season, Mark, is what I want to know. I think positive spin is you win a couple of games here down the stretch, and you sort of make the case that, look, you know, with Aaron, we were a playoff team. 
You know, I, I think that's the best way you can put it. I mean, because you're right. They didn't address. And when you go all in like they did on a quarterback of that age, you have to have a really good play. I agree. Like, you just have to. And, you know, I see this as a 46-year-old man. Like, I, I heard every morning when I get up and roll out of bed. Like, I'm not out there with the Chris Joneses of the world. And so you've got to have a better backup plan. The Jets did it. No. But it cost them. Well, they said they believed in Zach Wilson, and now I, all I hear from Robert Salah is how Zach's not good enough every week at the presser, but you're the guy who evaluated him and said that he was your backup quarterback. I feel like Salah's in some trouble now. He might survive it by leaning on the Aaron Rodgers excuse, but you and I had questions about him before the season. So, I mean, it yeah. would I mean, he'll probably, you're right, he'll probably survive this because you lose your starting quarterback right. in the season. Right. Yeah. But again, Jay Rogers comes back next year and you start cooling through out of the game. So it's, it's really toasty at that point. Right. All right, let me let you go. You're too good. We made it work. I got this new board, new equipment. We're trying some different things out this week. So you were. I'll just compare every day. We, I mean, you were a little bit of a guinea pig today, but you know what? Right when it looked like we were going in the ditch, you sounded like a million bucks for 10 minutes. Mark Schofield, y'all, at SB Nation, one of my favorite NFL guys on the planet. Mark, I won't bother you the next few weeks, but when we turn the calendar, we're going to talk a lot of playoff football, okay? So happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you, y'all. Your listeners can't wait to talk again, my friend. All right. Thanks, Mark. Keep up the great work, man. He's fantastic. Let him loose. Get him on the podcast. Making it happen. I bet there for a minute or two, when it sounded like we weren't going to get audio, I bet there was some jeering going on. I bet some folks at home were cheering for it. But what does that say about them? I mean, really? Uh, we got some reports out there. DD is not Darren in Lone Oak, which would be good because I have a lot of love for Darren. So that would have broken my heart. Uh, Double D doesn't want to say who he is, though. Okay. You don't want it to go both ways, right? Just, okay. Uh, 752, as we rock and roll and get it done, I want to take a break here when we come back. Top of the hour, Tyler Cass on the other side. We're in Fayetteville.